2: Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioca, and we're talking savings investments in your retirement here on the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, our show is all about building up wealth, understanding the world today uh, in a rapidly changing world, and how to deal with this, how to protect your, your, your savings, how to protect your wealth, uh, and what to do. Uh, our, our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Save aggressively, invest conservatively. Now, I always want to start with your 401k plan. Uh, The uh, 401k plan is one of the greatest builders of wealth out there. Your 403b, your different qualified plans. I I saw a story in Bloomberg uh, that... That the Republicans and Democrats both want to get rid of of four hundred and one k's because because they, you know it cost the government so much money and I and I email back the the writer at Bloomberg and they're very liberal. I'm like, look, I've never I, I've never heard a conservative Republican that wants to get rid of the four hundred and one k plan. And it, it's just you know maybe some libertarians or something like that, but. But it's a phenomenally good program to build up to middle class. There's a lot of tax programs out there for the wealthy, quite frankly, that are completely ridiculous and uh, that, that, that need to be gotten rid of. And, but but th- this is a program that builds up wealth for the middle class. Look, if you look at every country in the world, they have wealthy people and they have poor people. If you go to Korea, North Korea, if you go anywhere, uh, th- it's the same thing everywhere you go wealthy people more powerful people and poor people what makes the united states and some other countries europe and a few uh unique is 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 the middle class building up wealth in the middle class and, and we've done this through through uh, home ownership which is now something the democrats want to get rid of cuz you'll own nothing in the future according to Klaus Schwab at the Global Economic Forum but you'll be happy of course and, uh, and, and the, uh, the they they want to get rid of home ownership they're subsidizing apartment uh, complexes so people can get you know uh, low, low interest rate money for apartment complexes but you can't get low interest rate money to buy a house it it, 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 it it's the same thing with the 401k plan i mean this is a way that people can you put away if you put away five hundred dollars a month in your in your company plan, you get a five hundred dollar tax deduction, which means at the end of the year you get some of your money back that you paid on taxes. So you get part of it back, and then they let it grow for twenty five or thirty years. And so this is this is a way for 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 middle class working people and upper middle class people to sit there and, and build up wealth. It it seems like. That 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 the, the ways for for the average person to get ahead in this country are all the the, the Democrats want to take from the global economic forum. They want to take those things from, and they want people, everybody dependent upon the government. And it, it, it it it's this this is going to fail. We all know it. I mean, if any, you know, if if you start with the Bible and actually go further back than that, everything. Yeah, you know, you study Greek history, you serve Roman history, you study European history. You know, any history you look at, it's always the same thing: with governments wanting to spend more money than they can. This is why your quarter, your coins are serrated because the because the you know the Roman emperors would 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 trim the edges of the coins to get more gold. I mean, it's just it it never it never stops, and here we are today with 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 massive. Uh, budget deficits, record government spending, out of control government spending. So, in that world, uh, you know, you, you, you've got to be careful. But, but, so your four hundred and one k plan. It, it, by the way, when you put the money in there, you can invest it in whatever you want in in in, in the program. So, it, it, you know, it it it, it, it gives it, but it grows tax free. Wealthy people have a, you know, there's a program called the 1031s, and look, I mean, it's it's a good program. I mean, you can take advantage of it, and you know, we're taking advantage of it. And uh, If you sell a piece of property, you can sit there and buy another piece of property with, you know, uh, and do a 1031 exchange and not pay taxes. Well, that kind of works out pretty well, but. But uh, it's similar to a 401k plan, but the problem is, is is a lot of wealthy people are just buying people property out near the city limits, and then the city grows around them, and then they sit there and and grow more and more. And, and I and I know, you know, looking around. Uh, uh, out in the country, uh, where we have some property. It's it's like you know the people out there they can't afford to buy a house or a piece of property because a lot of people are ten thirty wanting them on. You know, on I, I, on one side there's a ten thirty one ranch on the a big big ranch, and on the other side. You know, one one ranch over, there's another guy that's at 1031. So these people, so, so they're pushing up land prices and make it harder for other people, for younger people to start out because because these people aren't paying taxes. Those things you can look at. Uh, the uh, the uh, there's the carried interest exemption that a lot of of private equity people and hedge fund guys are using. You know, they 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 they, they get uh, their percentage of the deal isn't tax and ordinary income. It's it's a capital gains rate. Yeah, I, I get all those, but you know, those things aren't helping build up wealth for the middle class. And, and again, what we want everyone in the United States to do is we want everyone to be wealthy, and a 401k plan is the easiest way to do it. For the record, at Maxout Savings Advisors, we manage retirement money. We don't manage 401k plans, 403b. We manage the money after you leave. But this is so important for you to do this. We always talk about this on the show because this is where people come in. You know, with us with a million, two million, or more dollars uh, yet that they've saved. And, 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 you know, they'll come in and they, they never they weren't the president of the company or anything. And yeah, those people have a lot more money, but. But average people can build up wealth, so take advantage of your savings plans. Uh, they, they, they will, they will let you, they will, they give you, they give you money to put in there through tax deductions, and then they let you grow tax free. It's four hundred and one k plan, and so remember, save aggressively and invest it conservatively. Now, how do you do that today? Well, that's a challenge. It's uh, you know we, you could put all your money into uh, Nvidia, which it seems like half of the world is doing right now, and market capitalization over two hundred two trillion dollars. And you know, I've been talking on the show for the last couple of weeks. The some of the uh, uh, you know it, it seems like it's been one more one analog after another about 1929 or 1999 with with these markets, and and, and so a couple of thoughts on that uh the looking at the, the there's some really fascinating uh things on if if you look at it, there there's comparisons to to Cisco uh, comparisons to Cisco in 1999 to uh Nvidia in, in 2000 in 2000 and uh 24 and it's pretty remarkable uh the the, the same type of it, 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 it the problem with 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 Nvidia is, look, if you've been around long enough, and we manage money for over thirty years, uh, you've seen semiconductor cycles come and go. I mean, it's like it's national semiconductor. What was it, Mos Tech? I think when I was in college, uh, it's, you know, it, it, it it's always one of them after another that's going to sit there, and then other competition comes in. Other people come up with with chips, maybe not as as good. Maybe just underneath, but or a lot cheaper. And, and right now, uh, the the big tech companies are falling all over themselves to get into AI. Now, the value of this AI has come into question after uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Google's new uh, AI system, Jiminy, started pumping out pictures of of of, of black Vikings and and you know black. Uh, Chinese emperors and, and everything like that. And it, you know, it, it, basically, if if uh, the only way you could get a picture of a white person is, get, you know, give me. A, we, I'd like a picture of of Clarence Thomas, as Supreme Court justice. And all of a sudden, a white person, Clarence Thomas, popped up. But it was kind of like, what's going on here? Uh, and but it 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 just goes to show you, yes, you, know, so you kind of like, what good is the value of this AI if it's you know, it's basically going to be just a big plagiarism in in uh, engine and copy what everyone else is doing, and then put uh, you know p- political biases on everything. And, and so, but look, they're spending a lot of money on this. If you look at some of these companies, I think Meta, some the, 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 the capital budgets, research budgets for chips for video, I mean, it's like forty, fifty percent of their whole budgets are these chips. And so, there's a huge amount of there's a huge amount of of money in the sector. And it, 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 they're very expensive. I mean, look, we're just not going to invest in, in an NVIDIA because this thing is going to blow up. The question is when and how. It, it's basically a game of, of musical chairs, uh, that, you know, wait till the music stocks and you're hoping that you can get out. And looking at some of these stocks, they'll drop 20% in two or three days once the top is in, and, and 15, 20%. And, and, and so that's, and then they go down from there. I, I you know I've said this before in the show, I mean, friends of mine uh, with, with Cisco were buying it the entire way down. I mean, it, you know, I think it went to $80. They were buying down in the 30. You know, they kept buying it at, 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 you know, went to 80, I think it was, and they were buying it at at 70. It was a great deal, and then it went up to 73 and then plunged to 60. They bought more. I mean, it just, those those things are real hard to sit there and and deal with and understand. And and so the, the thing is, the interesting thing is some of the P.E. ratios aren't quite as high as some of the other bubbles they've looked into. There's been some research on this but I think a couple thoughts on that these companies are so big and so powerful, but they're so aggressive at pricing either monopolistic pricing through Apple and google uh microsoft or or just uh they're the only ones that have the chips since they're raising the prices up raising the prices up in the past. people got put on allocations you know and 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 they raised raise the price up a little bit, but they put put on allocations now they just jack the prices up so <clears throat> We believe these companies, the margins in these companies are, are near record high levels, and I think they're over earning because of their size and their capability. And I've actually came across some other research on that as well. Uh I think ba- ba- Bank of America's Michael Harnett, you know, where he, he kind of, the, the, you know, the, 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 the valuations that are 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 higher. Or the bigger the company is, because they have monopolistic pricing power, and why that is very important is is because the valuation of these big tech companies, uh, they, although the PE is very high, it's not at it's not at ninety nine PE you know or ninety PE ratio type things, but their earning power I think is much. It, Higher. And so, so you're getting these massive market capitalizations. So in the past, in 99 and 29, you had higher P.E. multiples. This time you're having much higher cap market capitalization rates as percentage of GDP. And that, that, is, that is what people are not seeing. And, 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 these, and it's, this is something we talked about at the end of 2023 on the max. Save 2022 on the max. We said, look, these valuations are too high. And once these big tech stocks start going down, there's not enough money on planet Earth to support you know, $10 trillion. Now it's probably $13 trillion worth of market capitalization in, in these companies. Now, keep in mind, let me give you some numbers here. The the, the government's where they got about seven point six trillion dollars worth of government debt coming up and uh due, due this year, plus about a two trillion dollar deficit. So you know, that's maybe seven and a half, uh, eight, nine and a half trillion dollars there. They need money. They have a two trillion dollar deficit. They need more money. These tech companies want to spend trillions of dollars more. Where's all the money come? And then how do you support these $13 trillion market caps when people start? Selling? Where's all the money going to come from? And we're going to have a limitation on how much money is out there. And this is going to be the surprise later this year is is who's going to fund these big budget deficits? Who's going to fund these big mega cap stock valuations? And, and if you look at it, it we're seeing some, some real interesting things. Along those lines, uh, as far as as or is it, as the as the money supply has been contracting as well, and, and so so this is all going to add up. And so what? It's kind of a long winded answer. Is these market capitalizations are much bigger and much more dangerous for for the Magnificent Seven, particularly the Magnificent Five up there: Apple, Amazon, Google, Microsoft, Nvidia. Those things. That, that, that's going to be their their Achilles heel in the end. I tell you what, we'll be right back and talk some more about this and some other ideas right here on the Max Out Savings Show.
1: The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713 339 1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages.
0: If you can snap your fingers, you can find this radio station. So the next time you want to listen to us, your smartphone is now your smart radio.
1: We're always on. This is AM 1070, the answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Saving Show, Ted Giocco.
2: Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. We're just talking about these big mega cap stocks uh, with, with huge valuations in here. And and how we we think it's going to be a problem. It's just going to be the debt is going to be a problem. They're talking a $2 trillion deficit again this year. And I wanted to just touch base a little bit and kind of look at a trillion dollars. What is a trillion dollars? And this is something I think, uh, unless you are a computer scientist or something along those lines or an astrophysicist, I don't think anyone really understands what a trillion dollars is. We get what a million dollars is. We get a thousand dollars. We can even understand a, a trillion dollars. I, I remember it was Senator, I think Dirksen of Illinois made a comment that it was attributed to Bunker Hump, and I think it was to Dirksen actually. Hey, a billion dollars here, a billion dollars there. Pretty soon, it adds up to, to big money. And, and he was joking about something, but but that, we've gone from there to a trillion dollars, which is a thousand billion dollars. And, and and just uh, if, if you look at what is a trillion dollars, is if, if you spent a million dollars uh, a day, uh, it would take two two. two, uh, two uh, let me see here. Uh, Two thousand seven hundred and forty years at a million dollars a day if, if, if you if you stacked hundred dollar bills it would be a three uh, it would be a, a stack six hundred and thirty one miles high the it, 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 it basically it, it would take you if if a million dollar if you count it out in seconds one two three you know one thousand one one thousand two to get a trillion it, it, it' basically take you it takes you twenty million years. I, the, the numbers, or, or, or I'm sorry, thirty-two t- thousand years if you started counting one, two, three, four, to get up to a to a trillion dollars. It's it it is enormous amount of money any way you look at this. And uh, and it, 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 and the actual exact number is thirty-one thirty-one thousand six hundred eighty years. But but it just gives you some idea of, of what we're talking about. With, with, with this money, uh, we're talking massive, massive numbers in, in size here and in, in, in we're just blowing through it. And as, as we said, you know, we've we, we, we got a 7.6 trillion dollar debt coming maturity. but then we also have two trillion dollars worth of, 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 of additional spending deficit spending this year. Uh, and so these, these are, are are big numbers. That works out to be, I, I want to say it's about 7.4% uh, of GDP is, is, I think, what it was. It came approximately last year. And, and, and so so just spending is out of control out there. And, and so, you know, so so what do you do in this world? And, and that's what I wanted to cover up with some of this stuff here today is to give you some idea of really what we're looking at here. and, and and what do you do with with this big spending? What do you do? We get inflation. Inflation didn't come back when you're given this spending. You know, the CPI came in at 0.3% ahead of expectations. That's 3.6%. But if you look at the core, uh, the core inflation was 0.66%, which is 7.2%, which is inflation is coming back. We don't think – we don't think – Inflation is going away. Uh, you know, we're, we're not buying this. Look, when you've got governments recklessly spending money, why does anybody believe inflation is going away? Uh, and, and, and so, what do you do in this type of environment? You have to understand, inflation is there. Inflation is going to stay there and poverty increase. If you look at, at inflation in the '70s, it was three waves up, and then right about this time, if you if you look back, inflation peaked about a year or so uh, 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 back. Uh, at nine point four percent, was it? we have got it here somewhere. Uh, but it, it, and then it went back. It went back down again. Uh, let's see here. June nine point one percent. It was about a year and a half ago. And then, it's, if you look at the seventies, it started to going up again. And it, it, so, I think that's what we're looking at here. I mean, clearly, inflation is is a big issue. But what we understand is, so what do you do in this world? You go by the, you know, everybody's piling it into, into these five stocks, uh, particularly, particularly NVIDIA. A couple thoughts on NVIDIA. NVIDIA went up. It it sold off ahead of time. The news, it it went up, hit a new high. But if you look at some other things like Microsoft, like Apple, like Google, uh, they didn't really go up very much at all. It, 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 as a matter of fact, some of them reversed a little bit uh, if you look at Google. Uh, Apple, which Warren Buffett appears to be selling, by the way, a- Apple's kind of it's about the same spot where before uh, uh, Nvidia's great earnings came out. If you look at at Google, the same thing. It's up, but but it went up, reversed some um, yesterday on the on the big news, and then did it dropped again today just a little bit. It came back up at the end of the day, but but these things. They don't look, look like, excuse me. They don't look like they're going to do highs at all. It, they're looking like a toppy market. So, so what do you do in this type of world? If you've got retirement money, you, you're saving for retirement. You're trying to figure out what to do. For you, you have. You're going to be around. You've just retired at age, say, sixty-five. You look a, a good chance that, you know, uh, it it, uh, it it's over fifty percent chance one of y'all lives to be 93, 94 years old. So you got thirty years left. What do you do in that world? Do you go buy, you know, the the, the nifty five stocks, at, where, uh, it, or do you, do you sit there and diversify? And if you look at 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 the uh, at, at the, uh, there's some some numbers out there right now uh, that we've been talking about here. Let's see, pull these things up. If the top ten percent of stocks by size versus the entire market, the only comparison. It, the only comparison is 1999, which are actually above 1999, and of course 1929. So, you know, if, if your analogs are 1929 and 1929, or in that case, 1929, that's your analog, what you're looking at. Hey, that might not be the best time to go into this, but let's look at some other stuff out there. And, and I, I've got some stuff that Bank of America did, they, they looked at the asset. Uh, Class. It looked at the implied ISM, which is your your manufa- which, which is your uh, that's a manufacturing number, Institute Supply Management number, to give us. Hey, what do people think the economy's doing? Above fifty, if the economy's growing. Below fifty, it's not. So, looking around the world, you know, let's look and see what are these things implying on these different asset classes or groups of stocks, of where we're going. And if we look at at at, at the Japan. Japan's in a recession right now, technically, and by the way, so is Europe. A lot of people don't realize this, and China's in a severe slowdown. But Japan hit a new high in here, and the ISM number is is, is 62, which means, although they're in a recession, if you look at the stock prices, they're implying a lot of growth. 62 on the ISM is a very strong growth. It doesn't, doesn't fit in. If you look at the semiconductor index, the SOX index, which is NVIDIA, Intel, if it's micro devices, you know, it, it, a lot of the AI hype is at. That, that's applying at 62. Home builders. Home builders are saying 60 because even though interest rates are near high levels, it's 7.5% to borrow a home. There's such a shortage of homes. People are like, well, they got to buy the home. We'll see what's going to happen. But uh, industrials are at fifty-five. Germany, which is in a recession, the stocks are are, are are at ISM of fifty-four, which means they're projecting growth. They're saying the economy should be growing, but the last two quarters are, are in a recession. Uh, Korea fifty-three, Sweden fifty, uh materials fifty-one, commodities at fifty-one, and and uh industrial metals are at forty-eight. So if you look at commodities, industrial metals, copper, those types of things, they're saying, well, look, we're not seeing any recovery at all. The economy is either going to right where it is, or it's starting to slow down. So, if you're going to make investments, to the, if the economy slows down, it's pr- likely priced into the into, into commodities, industrial material, metals, materials. Keep in mind, we have wars going on. We've got to rebuild our military. We've got to put all these new semiconductor plants, and this is good for those people. Uh, but the pricing of the stocks isn't there. This is why we'd say, come on. But at the same time, what did we just say a few minutes ago? Inflation is starting to go up again. We got uh, 0.66 core. Uh, it's over 7% inflation rate on core. Now, it's just one month, but, but inflation is starting to go up. That's good for those things. It, it's likely interest rates aren't going to go down. So so the opportunities uh, uh, you know appears to be... In those sectors. So you go look because we're not sure what's going, if you go. I'm not sure what's going on. If the economy is booming, ah, uh, then then probably the semiconductors in Japan are tend to go up. But if but if that happens, then commodities, in industrial materials and met in, in industrial metals and materials, they're going to go up as well. So if the, if, the, if the economy slows, these highly priced high super high pe multiple stocks are going to be in trouble and fall precipitously and, and, and so so this is this is kind of the danger out there so this is why we think the industrial materials commodities industrial metals those are good places to be right now given the situation this dove to our experience in 1999 where we were able to buy a lot of those type of stocks very cheaply <laughs> strangely enough industrials were very cheap in ninety nine they're not now uh and and then when when those things fell apart they, they sector rotated into those and those sectors did very well and I think we're looking at the same type of thing overall here uh the the, the other thing is is we've got the economy appears to be slowing with if you look at if you look at the government numbers on uh, new employment, unemployment claims, they're low, nothing to see here, 3.7% employment. It's all good. But if if you look at the challenger uh, numbers, if you look at the ADP numbers, uh, payroll numbers, they're saying, no, that's not the case. It's going lower. And then if you look at some of the hours, work week is going down. That's not a good sign. So likely, It's it's, it's, one of the themes for 2024 Max Out Sandwich. was like, look, guys, this is an election year. Understand that everything in the government is pointing to reelect Joe Biden and and the people in there. They don't want to lose power. They've proven to be remarkably ruthless in their pursuit of that. So there's no reason to assume that they're going to suddenly back out now. They're going for all the marbles, and they're going to win the election again. So they're going to make you think the economy is great. So – but a couple things. This is a couple things we know. The savings rate right now is down to 3.7%. Credit card delinquencies are going up. We know that the government has a deadline of of September of 2024, right before the election, of course – uh, because by then, everyone's mind's made up that they have to spend all the, the COVID money or they have to give it back. So these states and cities may give a bunch of money. That's why they're just throwing money at one stupid thing after another. You know, it's like we're paying all people's medical bills. We're giving 500 people $10,000 apiece. And then you see the one of the ladies goes down to Disneyland and blows it. It's just – it's just that's because they have this money and they got to shovel it out the door. Any project that will take it. Okay, but that's coming to an end. But, but The consumer is stretched. The consumer is getting hit by this inflation numbers. Food prices you, as percentage of your budget is near record highs for, for a number of years now because of the inflation. Disinflation is sticky. It's not going – if we go to zero inflation for the rest of the year, that doesn't mean your prices went back down. That just means they didn't go up anymore. So, so understand that the consumer is, is going to be under pressure in this environment. And, and I think that I think we're going to be witnessing a consumer slowdown in here that they're going to get they're going to get their benefits cut and different things like that. Uh, the, the keep in mind, what what, uh, what happens next week? We're, we've got to, We're going to have some type of budget deal or, or, or solution for the for the, 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 you know, the the Biden administration wants 60 billion dollars for the Ukraine. And, and they want money for Israel to support Israel, which we support. But they're like, hey, look nothing to see on the border. We need $60 billion. Uh, Ukraine's borders are sacred, and we cannot let... Vladimir Putin take an inch of of, of the territory. Its borders are sacred, and then, but they will not defend the southern border. And the southern border has collapsed. And everyone on planet Earth knows they can walk into those places and get in the United States and get all types of you know ten thousand dollar debit cards uh, in New York City to pay for your expenses. That's a hell of a deal. I mean, I wish I had that. But uh, the uh, the so so. That, that's going to be very contentious. And if nothing happens, you can see another government shutdown. So we got all these issues out there. So, but the consumer is under pressure here. So what we think is going to happen is a continued consumer slowdown now into 2025. Now, the industrial part of the economy, if you look at it, okay, we got two things. We have an election coming up, and we have a wartime economy. The United States is emptying out all their stores of missiles, uh, grenades, bullets, rifles, uh, uh, airplanes, tanks, you know, artillery, artillery shells, whatever. I mean, you know, the, 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 we're emptying out all our armaments uh, to to support the Ukraine and now to help out Israel. So we've got to rebuild those which means all our factories are going to be going full blast to get that. Now, if I was a cynical person, I would say that the Houthis, you know, throwing a bunch of $5,000 uh, drones at at, US, at the U.S. Uh, uh, ships, at, at different ships in the U.S., knocking them down with, you know, half a million dollar missiles and running through all their different surface-to-air missiles and, all, and, and other types of specialized missiles and drawing them down – if I was a cynical person, and I was the Chinese, and if I was thinking of of attack of of taking Taiwan and figuring I might be at war with the U.S., I might just come up with a plan to get the U.S. to basically use up all their missiles uh, down in in the Red Sea, it, t- so they run down. So they so when war comes with us, they have enough missiles to last say maybe one week, and then they have to surrender. But I'm not saying that's going to happen. I, it looks kind of suspicious to me. However. You know, I'm deviating from where I'm talking here, but but understand, we've got to rebuild all those things. The, you know, the, the Russians can build ten times the number of of 155 millimeter artillery shells as we can. Uh, that, that's their production numbers right now, and we're probably lower on them than they are. It, 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 it's the same way with all of these things. This goes back to the Kosovo War, where we where, where 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 we blew through all our cruise missiles we had stored up, knocking out a bunch of idiots over there. And, and, and then they, but the the problem is there was nothing after that. This time there might be a, a further war with Russia, a further war with Iran, and a further war with China. And, and so every military facility is going to have to be used up. So this is going to cause increased use of commodities. We need more planes, we need more missiles, we need more ships. I, I, one of the congressmen is saying that China is building exponentially more ships than we are. I mean. This is just an embarrassment on every level. The only thing we've been able to remotely keep up and put money into has been the semiconductor chips. I give them that credit, by the way. That's going to push down consumer uh, semiconductor chip prices. You know, in some of these high price companies, but that's another story. But understand, uh, in this world. We, we can have a slowing consumer. Industrial is going to stay there. Industrial stocks are cheap, so that's that's where your opportunities are. So if if you're worried about do hey do I want to sit there and play Russian roulette with Nvidia or musical chairs is probably a better way to say it you know where I know I'm going to make money but then the question is do I get to keep it and at what point does this all blow up or do I go with some simpler things out there? That's one area you can look at. Tell you what, we're going to be right back after this quick break right here on the Max Up Savings Show. Give us some more ideas and more things of how we see the world that's different from other people.
1: If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioca has answers. Call the max out savings show now at 713-339-1070.
3: We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sam Malone
0: If you can snap your fingers, you can find this radio station. So the next time you want to listen to us, your smartphone is now your smart
1: radio. We're always on. This is AM 1070, the answer. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Here's, a,
2: here's an interesting uh, tweet uh, on Twitter for X. By Elon Musk, the parody. Would you buy this X phone? No Google browser to avoid the wokeness. Your data will never be collected. This is a concept, not real. I suspect it's a little further along than just a concept. And yeah, this is the Achilles heel of Google, of Microsoft, of of Facebook, Apple. All, all, all. I mean, all of those companies. If 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 X comes out with the phone, uh, or, or 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 Tesla comes out with the phone. Uh, which is likely gonna happen that doesn't have data, it's not woke, well, you're gonna get half the company shift over and it, it puts a real dent on all of these all of these these big tech stocks. But we're we're talking a couple of things. We're talking about right now there there's all these uh analogs, analogies to nineteen twenty nine, nineteen ninety nine about in studies about the Nvidia, Apple, uh, Google, Microsoft, and of course NVIDIA Uh, Meta, Facebook Uh, and and, uh, uh, how, how based on market capitalization they're the second biggest you know the five or six stocks or, uh, are the second biggest market capitalization in the world after the U.S., bigger than China. Uh, the, the, the percentage of of, of 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 concentration is the highest since 1929 in the top 10% of the stocks. And, and there, there's a theory out there now that said these super big stocks have gotten so big that they basically can control pricing, control their, their cost across the board, and they're so powerful that they have monopolistic or oligopolistic. Uh, things and if you look at some of the margins, uh, the margin, that it, 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 they have, they have higher PE rates. So people, twenty five thirty years ago, the big cat stock had a lower PE rate because people are like, hey, they can't grow that much more. But now these companies are so aggressive, they're able to use their pricing power and the size of the company to push down the pricing of suppliers, and increase the pricing of their thing, so and they control the markets so that so the margins are higher. So the p e ratios are higher on the mega caps than they are on the medium the the, the the large cap the small the medium cap the small cap the micro cap those have smaller p e ratios, which is something we 've never seen that shows you the pricing power so so this is going to come under pressure when I just talked about x x is just sitting there x has a with they bought it for forty four trillion billion dollars it 's probably worth twenty five billion now I would honestly. We'd have our clients' money in X right now if we could figure out a way to get into it because he – so I'm looking at X coming in here at $33 billion to competing with, with 2 two and $3 trillion companies up here and having probably a superior product in many cases to some of those guys there. That's going to be very interesting, and that's, that, that's what Elon Musk is saying. So they're all making fun of Elon Musk, oh, he's a fool for buying Twitter, da-da-da, it was 44 it's now 33 it's worthless. No. You don't understand what he's doing so but anyway so I'm trying to tell you is is there's all these analogies to 19, 19 29 19 uh, 99 step away from this and look at other things race right, race right. now money funds are yielding five percent money five percent so you're getting five percent uh, you, you know without taking a lot of risk in here uh, if, if you look at if you look at short-term bonds, you know, even out to two years, the two year bond is I I haven't looked at it in the last day or so, but it, it, it it's up there at a at a pretty good let me see if I can pull it up here right there it is. Uh two year it, it's at four point six seven percent. Uh it so it you know that that's that's a super safe bond and uh, you know, although we're starting to see, are we going to have some issues with the with the bond market overall? I think you want to keep your your. Remember, we're talking trillion dollar, two trillion dollar deficits again. Uh, you want to keep your bonds short term. Yeah, you want to look. There's too many things in this world. You can go and play in the in the Nvidia. You can play in the in, in, in the magnificent five stocks, and they're going crazy. It, it's all spectacular. But candidly, if you look at this, we have got an election coming up. We don't know if Donald Trump is going to be president or or Biden. It looks like Donald Trump, but we know the other side. It, 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 if they have to, they will arrest in jail Donald Trump. Uh, you know, it's it, 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 it's remarkable listening to this. We have a president that that's calling you know Putin. That SOB, he's going to take him out. I mean, honestly, this this guy is in charge of our nuclear codes. Think about that. I mean, this reminds me, what was that uh, show, How I Love to Love the Bomb or something? I forgot the name of it. The It was the famous, where they had the, 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 the general riding the atomic bomb down, you know, bomb bay doors, and he's on it. And he's grabs a hold of it, and he's taking out Putin. I mean, that, that's, that's Joe Biden. It, 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 you know, we don't know what's going to happen with that war over there. I mean, we should have had peace talks a year and a half ago. I haven't had that. I, you know, I still think there'll be some type of tactical nuke or something used because I don't think they're going to back down. You know, there's all types of stories in Europe how there's going to be inscription of, of, of people into the army because they're going to be at war with Russia. I, you know, I'm not seeing that. But, but I am seeing that they're willing to go to the map for Russia. If I look what happened with Israel with the war over there, I mean, I I think this has been misplayed to some extent uh, by Israel. I mean, I, I I would have gone after Iran if it was me personally and just, you know, blame the whole thing on them. And, uh, but, uh, you know, it, it's, it's just different thoughts, but that thing could spread. Look what the Houthis, do you realize, do you realize that, the, 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 our naval operations in our allies' naval operations in the Red Sea are the largest since the, biggest, since the last big battles in World War II. Do you know that? You know, and by the way, they're still managing to take out a ship a day almost over there. And so this is, this is a serious thing around the world. So we don't know what's going to happen uh, in the world. Term. We don't know if China's going to invade Taiwan. Uh, we, look, what, who's going to fund all these deficits? I just heard the seven—you know—it's it's, uh, what is it? Seven and a half trillion dollars, seven point six trillion dollars worth of debt maturing. Who's going to pay for that? Who's going to pay for the two trillion dollars that, that that's going to be there? Uh, I'm just hearing from one of the the guys at Chat, GPT or not Chat, but but the, one of the big AI companies. Uh, what's his name? Altman or something. He's going to spend three trillion dollars. Where's he going to get? All, where's all this money coming from, this magical money tree that all this money is going to be pouring in from everywhere? And it's not going to be there. We're going to run into issue. Look, next week we could have a government shutdown. What's going to happen then? At what point in time do people say, hey, wait, I'm, look, these guys are never going to stop spending money? Do you realize, you know what, our, our average budget deficit of percent of GDP in the last four years has been? Think about it. How much d- deficit as percentage of GDP has the government run in the last four years? Here's, here's the answer. 9.3% <clears throat> percent of GDP. The last time we saw this type of stuff was World War II. To a lesser extent, Vietnam, both of them had big inflations. So, so this stuff is all coming. So you have to understand that, that you, it, it, it's trying to be more prudent, trying to diversify your assets. Look at these things where people are assuming, if you, like I said, if you look at the industrial metals, commodities, materials, they're projecting a recession. If you look at semiconductors, they're saying no recession as far as the eye can see. You know, what's the, the better bet? Because we know these materials are, are, are all wartime materials. And we're in the midst of a war. Uh, and there's no doubt about it. The question is, which war? I mean, <clears throat> let me name off some wars. Like, Ted, what are you talking about? The U.S.? Well, Ukraine war. The U.S. is pouring all their armaments into that. The, uh, Russia, the United States is rightfully backing Israel with whatever it takes, which means huge amounts of munitions, planes, everything, okay? Look at, oh, we need to we're helping Taiwan. We're trying to build up our operations in, in, in Asian area to, co- to combat China. That's on, uh, on a rush footing there. Oh, and then we have a one, what was a one point, uh, uh, a trillion dollar climate bill we passed. I think it was a no inflation bill or something. It was a trillion dollars, basically a climate deal. The war on, the war on climate change. There's four wars right now. I think I probably missed one somehow. Oh, I forgot about Iran. We won't even go there. Uh, so, so there's better opportunities. There's five percent in money funds, precious metals, gold, silver. A government that cannot control spending any shape, form, or fashion, gold and silver over the last five thousand years has been a pretty good hedge against against the Emperor Nero or Caliglia or, you know, some of these other lunatics. And, you know, you probably can put Joe Biden in that with the collapse of the border and the 100,000 a year and fentanyl deaths and everything else under the sun. So so there's opportunities to change things. Anyway, a couple of things I wanted to touch back, uh, touch base on. We got, that, got a couple of people put, are, are coming. Have, have, we've been doing some qualified, qualified charitable distributions, QCDs. And and it, it, you're like, Ted, what is a QCD? If you're over age 70 and a half, you can still, you could take your IRA. Now keep in mind when you hit 72 and then it'll be 73, you have to take out required minimum distributions every year. You can take, at 70 and a half, there's a little bit of a difference there. You could, you could, you could, let's say you decide to, to give uh, $5,000 to your, to your alma mater or your church. You can take it out of your IRA. The five thousand so dollars. So you request the QCD. I'd like to check payable to Texas A and M or, you know, Second Baptist or whoever, and uh, and 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 they will send the check out there. Now, when when you get your ten ninety nine R, you're not going to see the five thousand dollars. That's that's going to be as a QCD. So when it goes to your adjusted gross income, it doesn't raise your adjusted gross income five thousand dollars. And this is good because if you look at a lot of of so, you know, different things from Medicare and other types of programs are are well, are, are somewhat means-tested, and, and so that can kind of keep – it reduces your adjusted gross income. The other thing you can do is you, you can then – it lets you just – you don't have to sit there and itemize to get the deductions. You can, you can take it off the top. So uh, when it comes to giving at the church, it can be – you know, a couple thousand dollars. It can be, you know, we've had some of them, uh, you know, a hundred thousand, there's, I think there's a hundred thousand dollar maximum. We've had some big ones come out uh, of those. And, uh, but, but it's, it's a good way to sit there and and take out money for charitable giving and kind of also reduce your, so it doesn't add to your adjustable gross income. Now, if you said, I'm just going to write a check out to Texas A&M, uh, and, uh, You know, so I write the check for $5,000, and I call up my advisor and say, Ted, you know, uh, send out $5,000 to me. Well, I get the 1099 for the $5,000, and I've got to go back and forth and do it. But then when when they pull the adjusted gross income from various programs, they see I have $5,000 more. Okay, thanks. So anyway, a qualified charitable distribution is a good way to to, to 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 do your charitable giving particularly in larger amounts and, and and to reduce your adjusted gross income you have a couple thoughts you have to be over seventy and a half and there's i think it's a hundred thousand dollar limited on it and you've got to go through your advisor they'll take care of it you sign some forms it's not that hard uh it, so anyway that a couple other quick things I wanted to run over. If if you're 72, you, you, typically your RMD, which is a required minimum, required minimum distribution, is 3.6%. At 85, it's 6%. At 90, it's 82 And at 95, it's 11%. So they, the older you get, the bigger these distributions get. And so th- this is one way <clears throat> to deal with some of these issues and handle them. So we talked a lot today. I threw a lot of stuff at you today. Uh, but I, I just want you to understand... That that, that, that there's two different markets out there. There, There's this few stocks at the very top. There's kind of there's a mania going on underneath. That there's a lot of very interesting stocks out there, reasonable prices, paying good dividends. uh, That 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 offer opportunities. Uh, The 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 economy is going to bifurcate. It's going to be industrials are going to be stronger then the consumers, because the consumer is going to slow it out because all the COVID money is coming to an end and that's going to slow things down. And they're also being hit very badly by inflation. So you're going to get a bifurcation of the economy. So you're going to see some slowing of the economy later this year. Uh, and I think the commodities, the industrial materials, uh, metals, uh, in, in the material, those are interesting sectors. A lot of these things are at decade lows or, you know, couple of year lows. Real big opportunities. Really remind me of of of, of 1920 2020 with the oil companies. So anyway, remember our motto and philosophy here at the Max Up Savings Show: to save aggressively, invest conservatively. Keep that in mind. I appreciate everyone listening to the Max Up Saving Show today, and hope everybody has a great weekend.